Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Radio. Today is September 27th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready and NPC conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio and other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. For those people who are in the conference call, you can raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, you have never asked the question. If you can show your face and let Gayatri know, she will, uh, you have to let Gayatri know in the chat so that she can give preference to the newcomers. Rajesh? Rajesh? Sorry, I was speaking on mute. Hey, hi, uh, Rahul, how are you? So, I have a question actually. My 485 was filed last October. It was EB3, so no downgrade. Fingerprints taken. I got EAD cards for me and my wife. Uh, medical RFE also got submitted medical RFE. Uh, my priority date is September uh, 2014. Uh, this question is actually I didn't receive uh, uh, EAD for my daughter uh, combo card. Mm-hmm. Uh, suppose if I change a job on EAD, uh, mm-hmm. what will be her status actually? Because uh, uh, I filed my extension in premium, so I got actually I an extension, but for my wife and what, my daughter, it is still pending. How old is, how old is your daughter? Uh, she is uh, 12. This January, she will be 13. Uh, if you move to EAD, she will be an EAD also. She will be an adjustment of status, sorry. But she didn't get any EAD card, nothing. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. She, you told me that, uh, I'm assuming that she got the 485 receipt notices, right? Uh, yes. That means that she's an adjustment of status. Oh, okay, understand. Okay, adjustment of status is a status. Oh, understood. I didn't know that. And uh, one, uh, it is again prediction, but uh, what are the chances September 2014 actually? Let's hold on. Let's hold on those things until next week, guys. Okay, there are a lot of things going on in the Congress. Next person, please. Thank you. Mishra? Hello. Um, so yes, my uh, my husband is uh, um, already applied uh, 485, and uh, we are uh, we are waiting for our green card. In the meantime, he uh, laid off from his job, and uh, he applied uh, the employment based uh, green card. So, uh, but like I have um, my work permit till like I I have H one four. H4 EAD, so it mm-hmm. is valid till next year. So, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, wait, I, wait, 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 ma'am. 
first of all, you said that you guys filed a 485 application and you said that your husband lost the job, is right? Yeah. You need to contact a lawyer immediately to save your 485. That should be the number one priority for you. He needs to find another job. Yeah, so I can uh, do a job or not? Uh, uh, it depends on whether you want to keep your 485 alive or you don't want to keep the... Are you interested in keeping the 485 alive or you don't care about the 485? You don't care yeah. about the green card? Well, you need to first worry about that. Yeah, we applied with the EV1. Uh, but you are saying that you, he... Oh, he, oh, okay. He lost the job, but he doesn't have any job right now? No. You need to contact a lawyer immediately, ma'am. The reason is that you need to save the green card first. Is the I-140 under EBA approved or not? Um, my husband is. is a, yeah, I mean, my application was under EB1A category and uh, I-485 was filed on February 4th. I asked a question. Is your I-140 under EB1A approved or not? Yes, it is approved. You need to save your 485 immediately by getting a job. That should be your top priority, okay? Next person, please. I will answer you, you know, have your um, answered questions on whether your wife can work. That's secondary right now. The main thing is to get in the green card saved. Okay. But um, but he's he's trying, but he's not getting job. It's That's the reason there are some alternative methods, especially he's an EB1A. That's the reason why I'm telling you to contact. Oh. Next person, please. Thank you. Santosh? Yeah, hello, hi. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, my H4 visa got expired in last October since I got aged out. And recently my parents got green card. But right now I'm in Caribbean island studying medicine. I don't have any visa to go, go to stay. Wait, 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 wait. How old are you now? Now I am 22. So when you say, did they file 485 for you also? No, they didn't file. That time I was in India, so... Yeah. Oh man, what do you mean they didn't file though? Why did not you couldn't come here to USA to file the four eight five? I think my parents didn't know that time to file a four eighty five for me. When did they file the four eight five? They recently got a green card last month, sir. I That's think not the they... question I asked you though. When did they file the four eight five? They filed it, I think, last year. By, uh, after my birthday, uh, by that time, I already passed 21. Wait, you didn't answer my first question. Last year, October, they filed the 485. So I what you're telling is that by that time, you're already 21. Yes, sir. Right. Uh, there are different methods of keeping those things. At what time did you become 21? Uh, October 19, 2021. They could have saved you. There are, and you had a H4 to come into the United States by the time? Yeah, I did. Eee, they would have saved it by filing one more I-140 application. Withdrawing the I-140 application by filing one more I-140 application. We do that very frequently. The reason is that the amount of time that the I-140 spending would have. So I don't know why they didn't include it, bought you on H4 and include in the 48 application. It's a big, huge mistake they did it. Now, if they file it, it's going to take eight years for you to get the green card and you can't get married in that time. Okay. 
Yikes. How did they not consult a lawyer at that time? Uh, right now, there's nothing else other than they filing under F2B category. You know what that is, is right? Yes, sir. I, I know that. But right now, I don't have a visa. So I'm trying to get B1, B2. They won't uh, give you B1, B2 right now. Right. So should I just apply for an F1 visa and go to states so that they can start my green card process? No, I would recommend that you contact a lawyer. Contact and uh, we don't do business immigration that, I'm um, sorry, family immigration that much. Um, I'll give you a lawyer's name that you need to contact though. Yes, sir, please. Her name is Sunita Kapoor. And Sunita is spelled as S-U-N-I-T-A. T for Texas, A, there is no H. Okay, go ahead. And I, I kept the thing in the chat room. Next person, please. Okay, thank you, sir. Devi? Hello? Yes, ma'am. Uh, hi, sir. Uh, I got an RFE for my H4. My daughter, she is a co-applicant with me. She's aging out on December 28, 2021. The RFE says, like, if you want to withdraw, we will uh, give the validity till my husband's uh, longer validity has H1B. But if I'm not withdrawing, they will give only the shortest validity. Uh, I want to know what will happen if wait, I withdraw wait, my wait. daughter. Are they telling you to withdraw your daughter's H4? Yes, because she is aging out on December. They, 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 could have, they should have given you until your husband's. And they should give your daughters until your daughters. Yeah. Do one favor to me, ma'am. In fighting with the pigs is not good for us. You may win, you may lose. But either way, you will be defamed. The best thing is file one more H4 for you right now. For me? Yeah. Okay. And then request them to give a H, you know, request them to give a H4 only until December. Okay, yeah, that's what they, they are telling. But uh, until December, I cannot file I-539 because... No, you can file uh, right now. You I can, can file, file? Right now. Yeah. It won't you can go... go for... Okay, so if I withdraw it, my daughter will go out of status, right? No, 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 don't don't withdraw, don't withdraw. Okay, so I'm going to write like just to go ahead and give the shorter validity and uh, I will again uh, file I-539. File it today, file it today. And, and I, do I have to wait until she age out? Because they are saying all families of H1B should be having the same validity date. We cannot have different validity. Can you do one favor to me, ma'am? Can you yes. forward that email to me? Yeah, I, I don't... don't yeah, um, yeah. yeah uh, Gayatri will give my email address. I just want to put that on the record though. Yeah, I won't because... publicize your name or your daughter's name, but I just want to make a note. Right yeah. now, right now, don't withdraw it. Get it until December. File the H4 right now. Okay. They said as per regulation, but I could not find any regulation. I will forward it to you, sir. That's thank fine, ma'am. It's not worth fighting with the pigs. Next okay. person, please. Okay. Thank you, sir. Joseph? Thank you, Raghavan. Um, um, actually, my situation is that um, I, um, my priority date is uh, 12 August, but I couldn't file my green card. And later, I was working with company B, and uh, I lost the job in between. And I joined in a, another company called company company C. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I, uh, my company B has filed my uh, PWD through your company only to mm -hmm. ready a new man. But I would like to go back to company B again because now I am working with company C. 
and uh, PWD is approved. And uh, also the situation is that my daughter is aging out next year. So that wait, is the wait, wait. There's too many stipulations though. So you have an I-140 approval with company A. You file a 485, right? Yeah. That is with uh, no, company I, I didn't file my 485. Uh, the company A didn't allow me to, uh, they, uh, last minute they told that they couldn't do that one. Okay, tell the story again, I'm sorry. Uh, this March, I filed my uh, 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 PWD through company B. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, June, I lost the job. Mm -hmm. Means my client has been terminated my... Uh, 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 seven years I am working with the client, but um, last June. Okay, it doesn't matter seven years. Okay. okay, they terminated your job. Okay. Yeah. Now I joined. Uh, I didn't uh, get a uh, job through company B. So I joined in company C. Mm -hmm. Right now I am with company C. Mm -hmm. And I would like to go back to my company B since their PWD is already approved. Mm hmm. And uh, my, uh, one, one of the question is that um, uh, whether I can, whether they can directly append the, uh, 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 extend it or whether uh, append the H4, H1B or whether they have to transfer the H1B from company C. Uh, is the company B H1B still valid? Yeah, it is valid till 2023. And did you ever traveled after you left company B? No. Uh, did they withdraw the company B's H-1B? No. You can go back without them filing H-1B. Okay. Okay. That's good. Next person, please. Thank you. Vinod? Vidur? Vidur? Vidur, you, may, you need to unmute yourself. Yes. Hi, Raul. Thank you so much uh, for hosting this. Uh, this is Vinay. Uh, my issue is uh, my wife's uh, birth certificate has a different year compared to what we submitted to um, USCS on last October. Uh, the problem was uh, since her Schooling, she got uh, a 85 as a birth year, and uh, we never requested an actual birth certificate. Until okay. We so, so let me. Uh, so what you're telling is on the birth certificate there is a wrong date. Yes, year actually, not the day 80. It's a uh, 80. So did you already four. file the 485 application? Yes, in October 2020. And I, don't tell me that you submitted the wrong birth certificate. I did not submit, but I did. I submitted two affidavits saying I do not have a submit. I mean, birth certificate. Okay, uh, you have to contact a lawyer immediately, though. I would be the right person for it because I know I'm a lawyer from India too, or any other lawyer who practiced in India and here would be the right person. So my, it's good that it's good that you didn't submit the birth certificate. If you birth, submitted birth certificate, that would have been a death yeah. blow for your wife. Yeah, I got uh, the certificate issued after I submitted uh, my application to okay. USCIS. So now, what are my options? Can I? I would recommend. Or... I can. I cannot. I cannot discuss with you on this conference call. 
So I actually, my employer uh, uh, has a lawyer. They applied my application. So should I go with them? Because uh, I'm a full-time, full-time employer. I would recommend you do not speak with your lawyer at all. Okay. So so if I go Next to person. you. Like... Me or anybody who has more experience in India. Or any experience in India. Okay. Not more experience. Any experience. Next person, please. Ramesh. Hello. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, my name is uh, Ramesh. I have a question regarding my wife's green card application and taking a leave of absence due to maternity leave. I mean, her company officially doesn't have it. Uh, we have filed uh, concurrently I-130, I-485, 765 and 131. Uh, so my whoa, question whoa, whoa, is wait, if wait, she wait, takes... Wait, yeah. wait, wait. She filed I-130 for you or you filed I-130? I filed for her. I'm a green card holder already. She's on H-1B with I-140 approved. But I filed a F-2A family-based application in March uh, 2021. She can do whatever she wants. She can flip a burger. She can be a lawyer. She can be a Microsoft CEO. Or she can Mm -hmm. sit and do home and do nothing. Okay. As long as 485 is pending, it doesn't matter whether the EAD has been issued or any such thing has happened. She can just It doesn't matter. Even if she... Okay, over 60 days unemployment is also fine. Okay, got it. That's perfectly fine. Absolutely perfectly fine. She's a dependent on I-130. Adjustment of status is a status. Since she is not an employment-based primary applicant, Mm -hmm. uh, like the other gentleman, somebody lost his job. Oh, you need to contact lawyer immediately. Remember that? Mm -hmm. EB1, Mm -hmm. no, not your wife. Your Mm -hmm. wife can sit and do nothing. It's okay. Okay, got it. Great. And you, you are the main applicant. You are the financial guy who yeah. applied for I-864. So that's mm-hmm. fine. Absolutely no problem. With it. Next person. Please. Thank you. Akshay. Hello. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, good evening, Rahul. How are you? Good. Uh, Rahul, uh, I, I, I have a question. My brother who is in India right now, he's working for one of the projects here in the U.S., uh, he got his I-797 approval, but there was no I-94 number in it. Uh, so his employer, he was in India when he filed it, I think. Uh, the extension, he yes, used to work yes. here in the US and then he went there uh, um, while he was during the pandemic. So he stayed there, but his project, he got a new project here. Um, so his employer is saying that because he doesn't have an I-94 on the I-797, and he doesn't have an I-94 at the port of entry. He cannot run his uh, uh, he cannot run his uh, payroll here. Well, what, what, is he in the country right now? No, he's in India, Rahul. Okay, go ahead with the question. So uh, his employer is saying that he cannot run his payroll because there's no I-94 on the uh, I-797, and there's no I-94. Well, he can send it. That guy can send an invoice, and they can pay him the money. Uh, yeah, they can pay him the money, but he's refusing to run my brother's payroll in the Why US. do you need a payroll? If, if, why do you need to run the payroll? He's in India, he's working. He sends an invoice for $10,000. He pays the $10,000. He doesn't have to run the payroll. Uh, so how will he pay my brother, uh, Rahul? Check. Transfer okay. the money. Okay. Okay. But is he, okay, because he is just refusing, refusing to just say that because you don't have an I-94, I'll not even run your payroll. And he's You basically... told me 10 times who he cannot <laughs> run the payroll, but he doesn't say that he doesn't want to pay. Pay. Okay. Okay. You are you guys are unnecessarily insisting on the employer to run the payroll. Understood. Understood. And is 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 that not 
uh, is he not able to do it rahul is that one trying to understand there is nothing why can't you just take the money and keep it sir because now my brother is trying to come back to the us so well, he can come back who is telling him not to come back it's perfectly okay. legal i don't tell people to do anything illegal right 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 yeah just because he was giving a hard time i figured i'll just request you and find you, you are giving hard time to your employer okay okay understood understood okay next okay. person please he just want to pay take the money why run the payroll run the payroll it may be illegal for him to run the payroll there may be some illegalities i can't he may be right on that next person please hari hi rahul uh, this is hari uh, so i'm currently on a h1b visa i lost my job on august uh, 2nd 2021 and uh, this friday would be my 60 days of unemployment uh, i actually you said august new- 2021 is right yeah august 2nd 2021 is my last day in my previous company okay and uh, this friday would be my 60 days last day of unemployment and uh, i found a new job uh, they filed my petition it reached uscis this morning Mm-hmm. but uh, the question is uh, they are not allowing me to join the company on a receipt notice they want me to join only on the approval notice so my question is am i allowed to stay in the us you're fine after this 60 days because by the time i join it would be you're fine. 60 days you're fine i'm fine yeah because i was wondering i should leave the country and come back again because it will be 60 days i would not do that if i were you okay so i'm fine staying here since the, the petition is filed yes there are some risks associated with it small risks associated with it i would rather face it rather than actually going outside the country and coming back which is definitely a bad idea okay okay then i'll continue be in the country right yeah next person please thank you kalyan hey rahul this is kalyan uh, so i um the other gentleman before i go you may after you get the h1b approval you just may want to go to mexico and come back there is a little bit complex theory because unemployment based cross 60 days it will clear off all the problems though but go ahead kalyan okay uh, thanks rahul so i just got my green card last uh, this saturday uh, but the thing is so i got the green card uh, with my previous employer so currently i'm not with that employer so the previous employer filed 485j supplement and i got the green card so i am currently with um, other employer uh, so should i just resign here and go back uh my, i call my previous employer she said like you got the green card just you don't even have to come back uh so i was kind of well, confused you're right the the green card application requires there must be a promise of employment and you you have the intent to join okay yep. but if you don't join and that guy is now okay with it um either way it's fine How many times have you pr- broken the promises in your life? People say, no, I never. Or everybody makes a new year resolution. Did you not make break your new year resolutions? Yeah, I did. But uh, the, the well, thing is... Add this one to it. No. On my name, the, add it to it. But when we try to apply for nationalization or the exchange... No, of the, I will not tell you anything to do illegally. I will not tell you to make sure you get into trouble at a later date. I'm already aware of that situation. Okay. so it's okay if i continue with my current employer even though i got the gc from my previous employer yeah you we- you had the you had the intent to join your previous employer but on september 27th at 352 pm on central time after speaking with rahul reddy i decided not to join my old company okay 
end of the story yep i let you i helped you break the promise okay so because the reason is like we up we had to apply which i got an rf fee like recently only after we did the 485j again with the old employer that's fine that's, fine. that's fine that's fine there are so many new resolutions that i know you you broke them so many times this is another one next person please thank you deepthi uh hi uh is there any rule that there should be a six month gap to reenter us on visitor visa there is no rule such deepthi however though deepthi mm-hmm. the purpose of the visiting purpose is, visiting is people should stay in india and need to visit united states yeah they are in india right now and well, i know i know last time how long did they stay uh they stayed for 6 and 1/2 months did so you file an six... extension yeah we filed an extension for and them. then if they are coming back it doesn't look like they are staying in india it looks like they are staying in usa and visiting india in united states when the parents come to their children's home do you know where they stay yeah they stay in our home like in us no in usa in the us people when the parents come where do they stay they don't stay with the kids they stay in a hotel okay well let's smile for you i understand your culture because i come from there um but that's how they go and visit though but if your parents are coming staying with you for 6 and 1/2 months left mm-hmm. the country and coming back within 6 months it tells that they're actually staying with you and they're visiting india which is actually becomes a problem when they are trying to come back they may be putting they may be risking themselves and putting in deportation proceedings okay so are you are saying that there are chances that they will uh, that they will face a question in port of entry not only question there are people who get deported very frequently okay okay that's the reason why people tell that thing called six months thing but let's say for example if your parents are coming visit for two weeks to with you and now they went back now they are coming back do you need to have the six months gap no that's fine they can come in one month and they are going to only stay for one two weeks and go back next person okay. please thank you gayatri krish krish Yeah, good afternoon sir yes uh, my name is krish uh, and my doubt is like uh, uh, actually i came to us last month sir and my father is a green card holder but the thing i want to know that uh, what visa what did was... you come in yeah i came to us uh, last month in august what visa did you come in student visa f1 visa okay uh, but the thing is like uh, my father is a green card holder uh, and he want to sponsor me but my surname uh, one letter is wrong sir when compared to my father's surname will it become a problem for me to sponsoring at the time of green card application no it doesn't have... no it does matter if they want we can hit them i have something called brahmastra what a brahmastra sorry sir have you ever heard of brahmastra yes sir you hit with that the person will be dead okay? okay now i have that i'll tell you the secret okay okay 
don't tell it to anybody it's called dna test <laughs> okay dna test okay <laughs> if they if they doubt us if they doubt mm. oh yeah we'll hit them with it okay so they me, they lay flat and then say yeah we believe it and they'll approve it i'll be very yeah. surprised if somebody will say i don't believe the dna test okay okay so Never there will be out. so there will be no problem if the surname is uh, one letter is mistake also different also uh, yeah we will go and hit with them remember i told okay. the masters right okay got it okay okay thank you sir thank yeah, you very whenever, much whenever whenever i get cornered especially for the relatives and blood relationship yeah. shoot them with the dna that's it everybody will be dead okay Next thank you sir please. thank you prasanna it's not a secret guys yep hey raho prasanna here um sure. i i'm currently on a cap exempt h1b and mm-hmm. i've been on this visa since 2014 things going good however i would like to explore the possibility of moving to h4 um, ead based on my husband's i140 petition so so let me so previous to the 2014 you were do you never had any h1 no i never went to the cap i from okay. s1 i just moved on to cap exam yeah, go on the h4 ead what's wrong when is your husband's h4 h1b expiring um they, they are going to again file it now because of an amendment um mm-hmm. we missed the green card slot by 4 months so we were hoping to get in the pool but we didn't okay. and we missed the that's fine uh, board but i my main question is if i know right now the processing time is a lot like close to a year mm-hmm. is there a chance that h4 will be approved and ead will not be approved there and- is al- there is always a chance uh, but there are ways to get around just in case if that happens okay um you can always go to mexico and come back and come back on h1b and you may ask me a question hey i don't have the h1b stamp in the passport that's okay it's called automatic revalidation gaitri is going to give a link to that so with this automatic revalidation you just go to uh, you just go to mexico and come back there's only 1% chance that your ead will not be approved if you file h4 and ead together Okay that's good to know and can i do it via your law firm i did contact someone yes. this morning okay yes and what uh, did you contact can you give me your email address to to me yeah or gayatri yeah tpresanna87 at gmail.com and i think jose fernandez actually reached oh uh, jose is already in touch with you that's fine yeah. he's a he's a designated person for it yes okay awesome so i'll call and probably i just wanted to ask though in your history of filing these no problem has there been no problem a chance that one person chance one person chance and you have a way to activate your h1b if you need it okay sounds good thank you next person please ramulu hey rahul yes good afternoon hey rahul i have one question on this not h1b concurrent so right now and it employer a so i am moving to employer b so they are insisting us me to join on receipt but if i work two companies at a short couple of weeks until april is it no, legal or you, it's not legal don't work on it so then i have to resign here yeah, then only join b that's right oh, okay thank you i'll take the next two callers guys and if you have any questions you can post it on the chat group uh, chat uh, to everyone and then i will read it and try to answer as many as i can krishna prasad yeah hi sir um 
This is regarding my friend's question. Um, he's working with an employer A and on L1B visa and about to expire on uh, October 11th. Mm -hmm. And he's in the process of filing the L1B extension this week. And mm -hmm. the thing is, he already got H1B approved with the change of status through Empire B. Mm -hmm. So his question is, can I continue filing L1B extension with the employer? No, no, he cannot. He cannot. Uh, the reason is that he's on H1B starting on October 1st. Right. However, though, if he wants to convert into L1, he can go to Mexico and come back on L1 and extend it. However, it's a very bad idea to do it. Then technically he will not be counted towards the H1B number. Okay, so what is the best way is why can't he move to the H1B? Is it with the same company or a different company? Different does job. he not want does he not want to be counted towards the H1B number? Right. He don't have a job on the H1B. Or he can do one thing, he can travel on October 2nd. And on October 1st, he won't work. On October 2nd, he can go to Mexico. And he can come back. He can make an emergency appointment with me and I'll tell him how to do it. Okay. That sounds great. It's the same automatic revalidation, but he has to make an emergency appointment. With me, okay? okay. Because I don't have any appointments until October 2nd. Okay. Next, next person. Uh, I'll go, uh, last person, please. Asla? Yeah. Uh, hi. Um, uh, my 485 is pending uh, and uh, my priority is current now on EB3. I didn't, uh, my 140 is done and fingerprint is done. EB2, I mean, uh, my ED, I didn't receive any ED, no status at all. So can I file a concurrent H1B for a second job? Yeah, you can. Absolutely. It's not a problem. Will it cause any problem in your green card? No, absolutely not. You can. Okay, I can do a second job as well. Absolutely, uh, you can. No problem with it. On H1B, you can do it. What happens if I get an EAD as soon as I get a second job? My H1B... That's up to you. You can either you can work on H1B or if you choose to kick your H1B out in the trash and want to use the EAD, that's up to you. Okay. Yeah, that's all I have. Thank you, guys. I'm going to go to the live questions to see what I can ask, what I can answer. Prior to date is August 2000, current under EB3, I-140 is approved, no update and EAD, no AD. What happens to the process physical events? Can I do anything to exploit it? Well, Nothing I can suggest you other than write a letter to the congressman uh, to hold responsibility. We still have chance that they can uh, restore those extra 80, the 80,000 green cards that they are there. Um, uh, the link has been provided by Gayatri to you. Um, filed EB2, B2 visa, uh, mom went to India. She met with fire accident. Our fingerprints are not, USA sent a postal mail that fingerprints are not required, request for again, but she's already left. You can write them a letter saying that she already left and they may deny the B2, but that's okay. It won't cause any problem in her coming back next time. Raising 40, FOIA and 485 doesn't activate the 485 guys. There's a different departments that handle them. Just because one guy got it doesn't mean that it's going to be for everybody. Is there any age limit for the B1, B2 visa renewal? No, it must have expired less than four years. There's no age limit. Um, embassies will, they are expected to open. Uh, hopefully so, we are expecting them to be open 
Um, we're expecting them to be open uh, in November, hopefully. But uh, when the when they remove the the when they remove the uh, travel ban, that's what we're expecting them to be open for B two B two and other things. Um, I changed my end client, which is a different MSA. I still work H one B. If your first H one B is from your apartment or home, and now you change the end client and you're working from the same, and in other words, LCA covered your home before, you definitely don't need another. Uh, you definitely don't need another. Uh, you definitely don't need another uh, uh, amendment. Uh, this Kalyan, if you, I mean, you don't have to technically join the previous company that you got the GC. I don't know who is getting these kind of things. Uh, there's a lot of fear that people are saying that, oh, you don't work for six months. Your citizenship is going to be screwed up. That's not right at all. Uh, name is updated on interfiling uh, on your advice. Name and whenever there is an activity on it, um, uh, they just say that name is updated, but that doesn't mean, I mean, it doesn't mean that your officer is working on it. It could be, it could not be. I can't tell right now. The reason why, Hari, is that there is only 60 day unemployment period. Some people may calculate that you are un unlawfully present in the country for more than six months or you violated the status. So once you go outside the country and you come back, you clear off all the problems and it's called automatic revalidation. Gayatri has already sent the link why it is automatic re revalidation. Can H4 EAD and 485 EAD allow to work for two full-time jobs? Absolutely. Go ahead and work for six jobs. Who knows? Who cares? Make money for us. Pay taxes for us. Uh, my wife worked for eight different companies at the same time. This question, EB2 date is current. Now my 485 AOS is pending. I-140 is not approved. We cancel the entire thing. At this point of time, we're not recommending people to do that. That's, we do not recommend that people to do it. I, it's just, and, and believe me guys, uh, we are not, I'm not that concerned about your money though, okay? It's okay if you lose a little bit money, I'm fine with it. Uh, it's just that, it's, I think so it is helping, uh, helping. That's the reason why I recommend people. If it's something you get a green card one month earlier, I don't care if you spend $10,000 extra. That's my opinion. But filing again, canceling, definitely not a good idea. I happen to work for two jobs for H-1Bs during H-1B transfer, Swati. 
I, I would recommend that you contact a lawyer. Uh, there are some ways where you can get away with it, but I would recommend that I, I do not want to discuss with you on the on the conference call here. With regards to S. Jose, um, does the employer has to terminate the employment? It's up to how they do in the internal documentation is their problem though. You cannot work, you cannot get paid. Um, Santosh Kumar has the EAD and uh, got EAD approved under 485. He's the main applicant. Can he work as a second job? Absolutely, you can. No problem with it. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Don't forget that we have a YouTube and Facebook Live. And please keep writing letters to the congressmen. There's a lot of things going on in the Congress right now. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.